0: Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded November 12th, 2019. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the podcast. We've got a great show for you tonight. Verizon releases the best <laughs> streaming box we've ever seen. Motorola rides a nostalgia train with the new razor, and Disney is scheming for even more of your money. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good, good. And uh, of course, Christian Crawford.
0: Hey yo. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hope this mic sounds good. We had to we had to scramble with the last minute because somebody
1: Somebody forgot the Sm- mic. One of the
0: three here forgot to bring the mic. It's Evan. funny how that works when it's, yeah, it's literally weird. your only job. It's his only job. But you know, you know what? We don't even need him to record. We just need him to bring the mic.
1: Yeah. We move <laughs> on. We're uh we're we're good people here. I guess so. <laughs> you guys got any um Fantastic stories this week?
0: Mm, I really don't, honestly. I don't <laughs> <laughs> What a great intro <laughs> yeah, to a podcast. Yeah. I mean,
2: I don't really have anything <laughs> great to add in, but uh as I mentioned on the last podcast, yes, I have an issue with my notifications. Um, oh, there's more to oh, it. Yeah. I I did some managing on that and like, I wasn't leaving like eight thousand of them and watch anymore and mm-hmm. I maybe got like ten percent out of it. So it wasn't a big deal at all. It still was not enough to make me through the night. So So I mean ten percent
1: though is a decent amount.
0: Yeah, if you if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, Zach is apparently what we call in the scientific community a uh, sociopath. <laughs> And he keeps 800 notifications on his phone because he likes to hurt himself. (laughs) He likes to hurt himself. That's bad. So you you started clearing notifications and now you have 10% more battery for your Apple Watch? Yeah. Or wait, did you clear notifications or did you just like limit what apps send them to you?
2: I cleared them. Oh, I did not do clearing alone.
0: Gave you ten percent. Yeah, oh I my. did not All even right. limit
2: them. So that's crazy. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I limit them, it'd just be Bleacher Report, ESPN, and like text and Snapchats. Mm. That's that's my life right there. <laughs> so that, to, right. that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. That was a good
1: push. That <laughs> was a good push.
0: I'll try to do it to the side.
1: <laughs> so actually, tonight, um, I was the only one that worked tonight, um, and <laughs> we had <Loser>. yeah whatever. <laughs> I actually had a really good customer. Um, he, I think he was probably my age, so about 20, around 20 years old. Um, and he seemed very interested in the Samsungs. What had what had happened is he went to our geek squad and um, did a phone replacement. He had an iPhone. Mm-hmm. He was just checking out the, the Samsung. He's like, wow, this looks really good. So, of course, I got into, like, not really selling mode, but, like, overly enthusiastic mode. Right. Where, like, I was just explaining everything. Because <laughs> he was the only customer we'd had for, like, the first, like, two hours. Like, he was dead all night long. Oh, yeah, because it was snowing all day. Oh, and like, it was there's terrible. There was nobody
0: there. Yeah. Thanks
1: um but he he was like wow i can tell you're like really passionate about this and <laughs> i was like well you know me and a couple of buddies we have a podcast and we talk you know we just talk all about this he's like yeah, but- oh no way i was like yeah dude you should look us up he's like no i'm definitely gonna get you guys a follow he's so like bet so got to push out your handle a little bit hey. you know, push out to a broader audience it's pretty cool hopefully this is one
0: of the first episodes he's, li- he's listening to, yeah so. yeah for sure he's
1: really cool That'd be definitely dope. shout out to my man don't think I got your name, but hey, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Dope. Um, like I said, I don't have any anything from this week. I feel like uh, I worked a lot, but nothing really happened. It was just kind of stressful. Yeah. Because we had a absolutely bonkers day. Was it? Was it Saturday? I think so. Yeah. Saturday's on Saturday. Yeah, because we uh, we started doing our um, our deals, like our Black Friday deals are already starting, and so it's just a. First of all, there's a thousand TVs in the in the store now. Our store like is you can't pretty you much can't, one TV. Yeah, you could throw a rock and probably knock over twenty TVs if you really wanted to. But um, or Xboxes or ex- oh, yikes, oof, that's a good story. We should oof, come back little, to it in a second. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, baby. Uh, I don't know if that's okay to talk about. We'll have to clear that. Maybe next week. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess should we should we get into it? Like I said, not not a whole lot going on. Yeah, say so let's yeah. do it. Let's jump in. Let's do it. All right. So uh, this is a this is a new segment. It's kind of we've been doing this already, but um, new little segment. It's called See if you can spot the fake news. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read a somewhat true news story from the week based on tech, and Evan and Zach here are gonna try to guess out of all the BS I throw at them what is actually true. So you guys ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so Verizon is ready to launch its new streaming box called, are you ready for this, the Verizon Stream TV. Super exciting. The company is offering users the, quote, magical opportunity, end quote, to purchase the Stream TV for $299 for a five-year contract with a $40 a month service charge and a one-time activation fee of $60 every three months of use (laughs) in a totally Verizon move. Also, real quickly,
2: Uh you didn't click on the link, did you?
0: No. Okay. okay, good. Don't click on the link, boys. because uh, it kind of gives it away. Uh, the box doesn't support Netflix because as Verizon Senior VP of Innovation, Dan the Man puts it, Netflix is too quote expensive. Hmm. So what do we got? What do you think's real here?
1: So we're okay. supposed to like pull
0: which what one's is not... fake. No no no. So a lot of it's fake. A lot of it's fake. A lot of it's so so fake. So we're trying
2: to point out what's fake. You know, <clears> just,
0: right? That or just point out what's true, whichever okay. whichever feels better okay. for you.
2: I mean, I I off the start I guess we have to say the stream box true <laughs>
0: yeah uh, that is true uh-huh. that is true what else we got um, I'm gonna say that <laughs> remember it's... it's Verizon so these prices might yeah I, so <laughs> I don't know if this puts me an advantage
2: or disadvantage because I worked for like with Verizon for so long uh-huh. uh I'm gonna say the box does cost two ninety nine
1: no that's no no nope.
2: I'm gonna say the sixty dollar wow.
0: activation fee does not not true. It, that's also not true. Yes, yeah. nice. the one-time I, activation fee every three months. That's, yeah, that's terrible. That's not true. <laughs> so, and then yeah, go for it. I, I also there's no way to five-year I, contract.
2: See, I <laughs> <laughs> like I would also like that's the bad thing though. But it's is, kind like, of believable, isn't it? It's so yeah, believable it because be. they still they still do like two-year contracts on their hotspots. Yeah, yeah. So like if they made this and cost enough money and you put up a five-year contract, then it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um did but it, yeah you know, i mean i think five uh, years is a little too extreme but i do think it does have netflix it's on gotta it. have netflix
0: so it actually doesn't have netflix what? it what? does not support netflix
1: yet it has okay so then the contract is not 40 dollars
0: no, no no okay there's no contract the actual unit cool. costs 69 dollars outright or if you're a, a verizon fios uh, customer they'll give it to you for free apparently
2: can
1: some what is what
2: is fios what
0: is that what is fios Zach?
2: no idea Nice. I, I never <laughs> it's been, it's like he's like I'm the at and expert now. It's
0: like their fiber service, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's something it,
2: that like I didn't have to learn about because I didn't have the opportunity to sell it. Gotcha. So I yeah, never learned. It wasn't, learn it wasn't about about it. in our
0: market, if I remember. Yeah, it. it's only in like DC or some other markets. But
1: so then, which part is true?
0: So it is true that it does not support Netflix, and it is true that they are launching a box called the Verizon Stream TV. So that's, is it? Real. that's it? it. That's, that's it. the only two parts <laughs> That's two that <are> real. <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
2: I was completely under the wrong impression. I thought that like two of these three bullet points were real, uh-uh. and we just had to take it. I'm like, I'm picking out that middle those one. Were all
1: different bullet points. We were supposed to
0: pick. No, I'm sorry. I should have been more specific. No, you're good. no it's just bits of information from. I like that. The that's. Story. That's nice. I like that. That's cool. <laughs> that's crazy. So what, though. what the hell does this thing do? It's uh, it's it's like it's, it's like, trying to compete with a Roku stick. It's trying to compete with a Fire TV. How can it compete TV. with it if they don't
2: put if it with yeah, Netflix? It's, it's the only questions. one without
0: Netflix. What? <laughs> that is an excellent
1: question. Oh, that's so dumb. But there is there no monthly cost for?
0: It? No, there's no uh, there's no monthly cost because you're buying the subscriptions itself. So, oh, it's just like, like a like, like a kind of like a stars and stuff. Right. Okay. Right. Just okay, I'm surprised
2: gotcha. if like I would be. St- I'm. I think I'm more surprised the fact that it's still not like twenty bucks a month. Right. I have this on. Oh, your this guy. Yeah. Five G. <laughs> uh, well, I guess this, it is relying on Wi-Fi though. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. This is an
0: excellent lesson in sales tactic because if you read just the article on its own, it's like this thing is seventy bucks and it doesn't even support Netflix. That's awful. But then whenever you say, "Oh, it costs like three hundred bucks," and you say, "Oh, it's got forty dollars service per month," and it turns out you were lying, and they're like, "Oh, that's not such a bad deal." Yeah. Yeah, I mean mm. the like, seventy dollars
2: isn't bad. Like, I mean, th- it does support like Hulu and everything besides Netflix. It does. So it's
0: running, uh, it's running Chromecast essentially. Okay. Isn't Hulu and you,
2: almost the same price as Netflix? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like if there are, I'm gonna blow your mind for a second, Evan. There are people <laughs> out there without Netflix. Oh no, Ooh. I'm aware. What? Thank you. And yeah. Yeah. where are these people? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're weirdly one of those people, um. <laughs> then <laughs> He's I, <flipping> them off. <laughs> I guess it's not it's not bad for 70 bucks i mean it's still it's not cheaper than your, your basic ones like that but i mean if it supports 4k and stuff like that it's one of the cheapest one in the marketplace one here's or what's two gonna syllables
0: Q.
1: here's what's gonna happen what
2: a 4k roku is like 100 bucks 40 bucks
1: here's what's gonna for happen the 4k mm-hmm. they're oh. gonna sell it to about one percent of their daily customers which mm-hmm. are in the age group of 65 yeah, you and you had
0: above. to be verizon customer uh, that part, I don't actually know. Probably, I, don't, I, I don't, doubt I it. I don't see why you would have to be because because it's, it's Verizon. <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's they're running not, off Wi Fi. This but. is not
2: selling.
1: There is a $39. It's going to sell. You kidding me? There's a $39 Roku. There's a $39 Amazon TV stick that does the exact same thing. And it has Netflix.
0: And it has. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a big no go. Because that's one of those things you literally have to, if you're at all selling this. Uh, you probably have to say front like straight up, "Yo, this doesn't support Netflix." This
1: is probably one of those things where like, "Oh, we'll throw in a free
0: tablet." So or we'll throw <laughs> in a free. A- it's Verizon free streaming. for twenty dollars a month, uh, two year contract, two year exactly. service. Uh, it actually does include uh, f- the uh, first month of Disney Plus is free if you buy one of these things, and it so comes is Every with Verizon customer, yeah, there's something free with it, like for a month or something.
2: Don't you but. get you? you get Android TV with it also.
0: Well, that yeah, it's what it's, it's what is running. Yeah, so I mean, you get TV oh, wait, with Android it. TV or Chromecast. Andri- you Android, you get Android TV
2: things. and Chromecast. Well, what? I guess Chromecast
0: is built into Android TV. Yeah, because that's just like a like a feature. It's not like a it's not an interface. So yeah, I'd be running Android TV. Okay, well, I mean, we need more Android TV boxes in general because it's one of the better ones out there. That's true. Fight me. <laughs> um, Apple TV is the best. But, yeah, the fact that some of that was even believable is laughable to me. I like that segment. That's good. (laughs) Well, we'll, uh, tell us, uh, let us know on Twitter or uh, text one of us because you probably know us personally at this point. um, If you think we should continue with that segment. Um, Okay. Uh, Should we get into the actual first topic of the night? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Uh, So following months and months of rumors, we may have finally gotten our first real look at the elusive foldable Moto Razr. Uh, So a Weibo user and Weibo is like it's a Chinese like microblogging site, according to Google. Um, So the user droid shout snapped a photo of the phone in the wild, presumably being tested by someone over at Motorola. And the image seems to match up with images leaked over just over a week ago by Evan Blass. And so this thing looks legit like an actual Moto Razr, like the old like flip phone style, like old school one, Mm -hmm. um, just with like a screen instead of buttons and stuff. That's um, dope. Yeah, so the phone retains the iconic razor shape with a prominent chin that now houses a home button, which is kind of funky. Um, and then the front of the phone, when it's closed, features a front-facing camera and kind of a, a mini display. I didn't see any dimensions on it, but it looked like it was about like two or three inches or something like that, um, to show the time and notifications. It actually acts as a viewfinder if you're using that front-facing camera. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so this kind of uh, kind of goes into what we were talking about when we were talking about foldable phones a while ago, um, because I know Evan, you weren't a big fan of the of the idea of a foldable phone being the size of a normal phone, quote unquote, nowadays, and then expanding into a tablet. Right. You were more of a fan of like normal phone that folds into a half phone size. Yes. So that's what this would be.
1: That's and I like that. I think this is gonna sell.
0: Yeah, and so um, as far as sales go, the estimates point at a fifteen hundred dollar price tag. Um, it'll be released within a couple months, supposedly beginning of twenty twenty. Um, it's gonna have four to six gigabytes of RAM and sixty four or one hundred twenty eight gigabytes of storage. So. This this I am just this is just
1: screaming people over sixty
2: five.
1: Imagine <laughs> He's big all on the sixty five age range. I have
2: imagine <laughs> all the people that we're gonna sell this to if we get it. You know I how like, long it's gonna take this phone to hit Consumer Reports? Stop. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> a slight, <quit>. a sli- <laughs>
1: slight jab there. It's been a minute since no. I brought a Consumer Reports. I'm at, like, what if like Jitterbug took this phone over? Oh my God! Can you believe it? Could there's well, no way. <laughs> I know. I you know. There's no way. Could could imagine, I'm you, just uh, saying. Yeah. No, could you imagine
0: <laughs> a uh, like tech that could cost fifteen hundred dollars, and then they just slap like Samsung Easy Mode on it, like, <laughs> like something like, super basic. Like, look at all this amazing tech to give you the best <laughs> of a small form factor and a large screen. <laughs> and this is how you you know start a message. This is how you dial your grandson
1: on it. But this is. I feel like this is really gonna. Uh, like appeal to a lot of people because mm-hmm. beyond like reasonable doubt like there are a lot of people that actually still come in with flip phones every day we've alluded yeah. to this in other episodes this would sell the price point that kind of hurts it a little bit i understand right. but i feel like there is a lot of people that We'll cough up a pretty penny for this phone.
0: Yeah, and I don't necessarily think it'd be people that still have flip phones nowadays because those are right. like the the um, this is an actual term they're called laggards, and so I don't think that market necessarily would even care for this. It's like the Niels of the, the word world. The what? Niels. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that's always on the cutting edge, getting yeah. new stuff. I would, I would love it if he bought it, brought it in, just let me use it for a little bit. But that'd be awesome. Um, but no, I think uh, if you want foldable tech to actually be a thing. You've got to start it at a reasonable ish price point, And like $1,500 yeah. for like an early adopter market is not unreasonable, I don't think. I, I don't like, know. It's, the it's full kind of like your like 4K attention. TV.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the only big issue that I see with this right now, though, is you're paying $1,500 and then you're getting a Snapdragon 710 processor.
0: Yeah. That was the rumor. Um <laughs> I kind right. of purposely glossed over it. Um, like,
2: if that's what's actually in it, like, I don't know if I'm trying to spend $1,500 and get. Was that a two-year, three-year processor? Well, it's
0: not a. It, it's it's not an old processor. Well, yeah, I guess it's, it's just a,
2: a lower tier. I guess yeah. like one tier less than what's in the new Samsungs and all that. And then right next year's phone will be an even better processor. So I yeah. mean, this thing won't hit until next year anyway. So like it will be pretty far behind than like the S series. So like yeah. I don't know. I I get it costs more money because it folds, but at the same time, I I want a good processor because it's gonna be doing more stuff than a regular phone does too right um so that was my big hiccup on this uh yeah if the battery life scares me
0: yeah because it was like what uh, 2700 2700? yeah that scares me a lot too but
1: you got to think the phone isn't necessarily it's not like your standard iphone like you
0: know what i mean like it's not like it's
2: gonna have to to do more though
0: in terms of like
2: like if you depending on how you use it like if you're actually like folding it off and on a lot then like that phone's going to have to recognize it's getting bigger mm. uh like i feel like <laughs> that's, what she, that's what she said i feel like a foldable phone almost needs a bigger battery cuz it has to, like it has to register that it's got to put your screen out it's got to change
0: the uh, layout and designs and all that but i, I mean that's so. software wise that's the same as going from like your lock screen to your home screen though or like landscape and portrait I mean, mode yeah. yeah
1: essentially i, I it, it's probably more like what the phone can capable capa- man that's not the right I word. mean
2: then that Anyways, still like puts what it, it can a, do It still puts it as a six point two inch phone with a twenty seven hundred milliamp battery life yeah, oh I yeah don't know. it's still tiny with yeah. with the design of it, I can't it's too early
1: to tell. I don't know. I keep like comparing it to an iPhone, which is bad. <laughs> I don't I just I hate
2: that when it folds out it's gonna have that ugly chin on it. that's true. that's gross. I'm
0: kind of I think uh, okay, we've said this before, I think I have said this before, but I'm I'm much more okay with having a chin on a phone than a forehead. Like, yes. Oh yeah, I would agree 100%. Pictures, but, See Xperia.
2: I mean, from what we're looking at here, how are you gonna have a chin and then still have a notch on the display too?
0: Uh yeah, because you'd have to uh, put the front facing camera either on the chin, which companies like uh, Xiaomi have done before, uh, like a Mi Mix, but Like you're just you're doubling up. You're still giving me a notch and you're also
2: giving me a fat chin too. Like, see,
1: yeah. part of it is like I know one, the price tag definitely holds up against it being a f- foldable phone but do you think a phone like this is going to have the um like the other options of say for example like security like unlocking features like a face id and stuff like that because of the chin do you think a phone like this might have those capabilities
0: that'd be an interesting i didn't even think about that i mean like, with uh, the notch it, has a chance it has a that's what i'm thinking well because like, well the notch is on the inside though it's not on the outside but maybe right. like
2: maybe you get a lock screen when you fold it out. We don't know, we haven't seen it. Like, right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's that's
0: like, a that's a good thought though, because like the chin is exposed on the like it's not covered by the flip part mm-hmm. of the phone. Like we'll we'll put a picture on our Twitter. Uh, go check it out. I but. mean if you have that flip feature too though, wouldn't
2: you always be running like what the pixels are running right now, or you run the risk of it being unlocked at any time if you're looking at it or not? Kind of thing. If they don't put like the yeah. eye feature in that's with the iPhones. Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it'd be hard to do. I don't know. I feel like where we're at right now,
1: the flip feature itself can't just be the only reason why it's $1,500. You know what I mean? There, It's got to have something to back it up as well. Like, because,
0: yeah. It's, it's got snap- nostalgia. I mean, that's that's a price tag yeah. right down. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> true. Yeah, look, I, no, I, mean, I agree. I agree. From You a, know what I mean, though?
0: From a everyday smartphone standpoint, not just like a, oh, this is a novel, cool feature for the right. first two weeks, but... Um, I don't think the price
1: point backs
0: up what it can do. Again,
1: yeah. this is just a leak. We have no idea what the like full right. spectrum
2: are. I don't it think so. I think I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum I, as I'm, you.
1: I'm definitely I'm reverting
2: myself back to. The other I side. think it
0: I will, will sell it. more than the Galaxy Fold because okay, you got to think about it this way. Like the moment the layman sees that the Moto Razor is coming back out, because that was like undeniably like the most beloved phone on the market for years and years. If you, and you bring say, that up, someone knows you're yeah, if about. you say Moto Razor to somebody they're like, Oh I had a Moto Razor, like it, it was my favorite phone, like I had the red one or something something like that. Like it's got instant recognizability compared to like the Samsung Galaxy Fold, which is recognized for breaking already. My worry True. would be
2: yeah, you're still given return policy with the phones. And most time it's fourteen days, uh like where we work. But it could be different, it could be up to thirty, things like that. Um my worry would just be after, I if I think fourteen's a little extreme. Like, it don't get me wrong. Like, I had a razor at one point in time. I thought it was super cool, and I'm interested in this phone, but I don't think I would keep it longer than a week. I don't think I would. I think either. I would have it in a week, and I think I would be bored with it. Um, I wouldn't mind like paying like whatever fees or whatever, because like usually after three days or so long carriers keep your activation fees things like that. Mm-hmm i wouldn't mind losing that to like rent this phone for a little bit but i don't think this could be
0: (laughs) beware all ye who may sell to zach he's gonna rent it
2: (laughs) yeah i just i don't think this can be an everyday phone i think i would get bored of it i would get tired of it have to constantly like flip it out to get to a big screen and the nostalgia goes away
0: yeah it does so That's, that's another thing too is uh I mean, obviously, any foldable phone today in 2019 or probably even 2020 is still a very novel feature, and it's still, like, untested, and the only people willing to try out untested features um, are going to be ones that price is not, like, prohibitive for them, so, I mean, I don't think this would be somebody's primary phone, like you said, but I think it could be, like, if you are a phone enthusiast, like, and you're, like, listening to this podcast or if you just like to spend money on phones... This could be like a second phone for you, even something like that, which but sounds s- very first world. But I, I think still feel
2: it. like with a second phone, you're bored of it within a week, and
0: then you use your other phone, and then you come back to it. Yeah. I mean,
2: I guess I wouldn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't necessarily say phone enthusiast. I think it's if you have money to blow, go for it. Yeah, because me and a phone enthusiast, like, I mean, I think we all consider ourselves enthusiasts. We're all intrigued by this, but yeah. I mean, I would just like to try it. I don't think I'd like to have just it as out. a phone, <laughs> even, even if I didn't necessarily like. I, I had I would have the money to buy this phone and try it out, uh, try it out. And but it's just one of the things like I don't think even as a secondary phone I could keep it.
0: Yeah, and one thing I wanted to uh, mention before before I forget it is, yeah, we pull out our phones and we look at them a lot during the day, but, and if you have to unfold the phone every single time, that's a lot of strain on it. Um, but if you think about it, at least for me, a lot of times when I pull out my phone to check it. It's just to check it for the time or for notifications or something like that. And then if there's nothing there, I just put it back in my pocket. It's just kind of habitual at this point. So if the front facing display could just show you your notifications and show you the time, which I think it would do obviously, um, I think you'd be opening it a lot less than you like unlock your current phone. Yeah. Could be crazy. I don't well, know.
2: Well, I mean, then you also have to think match it up with a smartwatch. Smartwatch is gonna take all yeah. your notifications too. Yeah, that's true. Cause that's, I mean, that's just where my mind went. Instant was like, I don't pull my phone out that often anymore, cause I just check my Apple Watch. Right. So.
1: This is probably a very weird thing to think about, but it like, is. think about. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll just be over here. Continue. That <laughs> no, think about like all of the the things that have to be supported for a phone like this. Like, what do imagine you mean? like app app wise. Like, so you know how like the certain certain apps, like YouTube, for example, whenever you fold it in landscape mode, it has to fit around or has to well, mold to like a a notch, right? Essentially, <laughs> like an iPhone, that you know, it cuts it the. I don't, a, I don't a, think
2: that'd be too extreme. Though.
1: The phone is thin, it's very long. It's a,
2: it's a taller display. Yeah,
1: ha, got I mean. you. No, Stop. it's a <laughs> taller display and it's thin. It's like a YouTube video is gonna look weird. It's like I don't feel like there's there's gonna so there's, be kind of a lack of integrated apps. That's true, and it's uh, not really gonna be your full i like, and,
0: like experience. Right, and that is true. Outside of like the the five or six main apps that people use snapchat twitter facebook instagram youtube and whatever um reddit for me but outside of those apps yeah they're like even today's displays because the motorola just released the or we have it in store actually it's the one something action action Action. and it's got like 21 by 9 display i just took to e-learning on it (laughs) Um, it's got a 21 by 9 display and so do like the new sony phones. so there are even issues we'll with we sell those, one like, every, uh, every quarter. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> listen to last week's episode for all the latest scoops on Sony's uh, prowess in the mobile business. But um, to, to your point a second ago, um, yeah, I think that's that's definitely a cause of concern if you were looking to actually buy a, a phone with a taller display, such as the alleged Razer. Uh, the other thing, too, is the front-facing screen, I think, is more for um, contextual information. It's not like you're going to yeah. be like interacting with that front screen. So, actually, because on the Galaxy Fold, you do have that issue of, like, the front screen you're meant to use. That's meant to be your first screen that you interact with, and then you open it up for the bigger screen. So, as far as app continuity, right now, yes, that is actually an issue with the Galaxy Fold. But I, I think this design is smart in the fact that it doesn't have to deal with that
2: that's kind of what i got from it too was like the front screen is more or less like your lock screen of your phone Mm -hmm. it's not meant to run your apps or anything like that it's just meant to give you your quick notification center if you will or uh notification bar whatever you want to call it but i think that's all it's meant to do it's not meant to run the app so you're supposed to run your apps when you open the phone itself I believe. right i'm
1: just i'm even thinking like when you do open the phone
2: Uh uh-huh like
1: when you finally
2: get into that app if it's just gonna be a little different, I don't know. I mean it's probably gonna look different, but I don't think the software side of it for Motorola will be difficult. Yeah. I mean they'll just, it out. <laughs> I mean you probably have to take the phones you have now and just tweak the algorithm a little bit to fit the screen size. Yeah. yeah. That's all it's true. gonna be.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at the uh the renders right now and man, it looks so good. I want it to be true. It looks so good. Like it looks undeniably like a razor. The home button on the bottom is kind of odd. Oh, yeah. uh, maybe speaking of security, maybe they don't even use a facial unlock, and maybe a fingerprint. Yeah, excuse me, uh, a little bit strange. <laughs> uh, maybe it is just like a fingerprint reader inside the home button. Uh, so maybe good guy Motorola is bringing that back. Maybe in order to like, you have to fingerprint it to un, like fully
2: unlock it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, get the lock mechanism. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, or like uh, even if um. I mean, I don't think it'd even be that big of a deal if it did have face unlock that just opened, like, with the front-facing camera on the on the collapsed version of the phone. Even if that, like, unlocked with your face, I don't think that'd be a big deal. Like, I, I'd be okay with that. I
2: think you'd have to have attention awareness at that point, though. Yeah, Google. <laughs>
0: Yikes. Yeah, Google. Yeah, you thought you were getting out of this podcast? Think <laughs> again, son. We're talking about you. Oh, man. Should we get into uh, what else we got? Motor Razor, anything else on that? Uh, I don't. I think I'm over it.
2: I think it's the same as the Fold. Um, <laughs> the
0: nostalgia wore off super quick for us. <laughs> I, it's I just
2: one of those things. Like I, <laughs> I still, I still like it. I want to see it, but yeah. The more and more I've even talked about in this, like I don't know if it's making it out of the day now. If I were to yeah. use it, like I think I'd be like, oh, this was cool. All right, like give me a new phone now. Right. Um, kind of thing. But yeah, I, I think it's the same thing as the Fold. Don't buy it unless you have bun like oodles and oodles of money, and you can just throw $1,500 away
0: and not worry about it. Yep. Agreed. All right. Uh, next topic. So, Disney, and have you seen this? Have you heard about this? You probably have if you're on the internet or have friends. You don't live under a rock. <laughs> Even if you live under a rock, I think it's still gas. That rock probably still <laughs> delivered this news to you. <laughs> Disney's brand-new streaming service, Disney Plus, launched this week and looks ready to square up against streaming behemoths like Netflix and Hulu. Um, Netflix is not available on the Verizon streaming TV. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This service combines Disney's most popular content from properties like, shockingly, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic, um, including those beloved original animations from um, us fellow 90s babies that we love so much. Uh, for just six ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine annually, nice, <laughs> nice. You can, you can access all of this juicy content, or you can up your subscription to twelve ninety nine a month and get access to Disney Plus, Hulu with ads, and ESPN Plus. Um, the service includes an optional kids mode. Obviously, even though a lot of the content is already kid friendly, four uh, K streaming is part of the standard plan. Even at you know seven bucks a month. It allows for four concurrent streams across devices. Whenever people steal all your passwords, um, and then I think it was interesting to add because Hulu is actually owned majority by Disney. That's crazy. That was funky. I was just gonna
1: ask that because if it, if it's included, it definitely has to be. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and they own ESPN yeah. obviously, which I did not know. They own Marvel. Really? They own Universal. I know they own Marvel and yeah, yeah that too. I they know own ESPN, ABC. Though. They own a lot of properties. Yeah, they are rolling in cash. Um. So, actually, uh, I've got like two uh, two discussion points here. But like, we kind of talked to uh, Zach's significant other about Disney Plus. <laughs> Where would you would you be interested in the service? Is this something you jump on with all those Marvel movies, especially? So are you a Marvel guy? I don't even. know. I, yeah, I okay, I'm a right. big Marvel guy.
2: Um, I <laughs> the thing that catches my eye the most though is the twelve ninety nine. I love Disney. I love Marvel, but at sports are gonna take over for me that's what i'm saying it includes Uh,
0: espn plus
2: i think my issue would be is i'd be paying 12.99 and i would just find myself watching the espn plus i don't think i would give any time to the disney plus itself or the hulu every night would just turn into me watching a different (laughs) sports game you don't watch hulu Uh, i don't really watch hulu no no.
1: he lives under a rock i uh
2: he does live in her room. I I pretty much just watch Netflix. It's the only one I pay for. I mm. steal Tori's Hulu. Ah, She's course. she knows. She knows. Okay, that's, okay it's yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> She's aware. <laughs> but I mean, even then, most nights before I even watch like Netflix or anything, it's it's sports that I'm watching. Yeah. Um, so I don't for twelve ninety nine. I mean, yes, I get all three. But I think I'd rather just pay five dollars and get the ESPN Plus. By I was itself. about to ask
0: how much is ESPN Plus on yeah, its own. It's five, $5. ninety nine. Okay, um, that makes
2: sense. I mean, I guess I could do it, and then it says four the devices, so I could just use the ESPN Plus, and she can use the Disney Plus and Hulu, right? Because uh, she uses it a lot more. But yeah, I just I wouldn't do just the Disney Plus. I mean, it is cheaper, but for I barely less a dollar less for to double it yeah. you get three other things so I'm what Hulu alone is like 10 bucks I think it starts
0: at I think it starts at 8 or 9 Yeah, and then the, sure. I think the ad free version is 12 bucks
2: 12 bucks then I no. mean I think,
0: unless they upped it I don't know
2: actually you might be right I don't know
0: either don't way know. like I think if I don't check my <laughs> my bank account every month see how much it is even it's what a bad like thing. If you're balling I would say, like, if you're
2: a Hulu user and, like, on a student account, like, if you're on a student account, too, with Hulu, I think it's, like, five bucks a month. It's like dirt a, cheap, yeah. I would pay seven bucks more, still get the same one you're getting, and get two other things. Yeah, um, true point. So, like, there there's situations where I think you should look at this and be, like, should it, be, it, it might be worth a Switch. Right, right. Um. But, and
0: this thing, too, it's, like, even, um, even on its own merits, the $7 for Disney Plus. Like, I think that's you, too much. Really? So, but it, okay, but it gives you 4K just like on that eight dollar subscription. Like that's pretty good. And yeah, from Hulu what I saw, there's no ads on it. From what I saw, haven't actually watched it myself. I've, flipped, yeah, I've Disney flipped. Disney Plus is ad free. Okay. Yeah, I I flipped through the offerings on it, and it actually seems pretty solid. Like it has like shows like Even Steven on it. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it as a kid, Yeah, but yeah. A It's got even Steven. It's got like um, Hocus Pocus, like Halloween Town. Classics. It's got a and lot I of was, classics in there.
2: I was more of a Nickelodeon Cartoon Network guy myself, too. I
0: was mostly as well, but those all, like, I don't know. They had their time.
2: That's true. I mean, they have your time, but like, what would you rather watch them on Disney or slap on Codename Kid Next Door? I uh, never really watched that. Okay, well, I tried my best. Why was the <laughs> <character> <laughs> I tried my best
0: in that show? Uh, yeah, it was weird. Did they explain That's that? Weird. No, not like really. Because he was a kid. <laughs> well, the rug, they were babies, so yeah, yeah. But like, what Angelica had like a full tuft of hair. Well, or something. Angelica was older. Oh well, weren't there like two twins that had like a ponytail? Yeah. Thing going on? Uh,
2: <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Uh,
0: <laughs> this is important stuff. Yeah, Phil and Lil. Phil and Lil, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> no, I appreciate the info. <laughs> but I don't know. I just
2: yeah they had it, hair boot like <laughs> honestly boomerang subscription sounds better to me than disney plus by itself boomer what boomerang boomerang like you get Which one's that? scooby-doo tom and jerry like you get all the old cartoon network ones uh, do they have a streaming
0: service too yeah they have a streaming like oh my God. i've never heard yeah. about that either no
2: yeah boomerang has their own now and i would it has like the jetsons like the old cartoon network shows we watch
0: they have a subscription service and the only cartoon network thing i used to watch was ed, ed and Eddy. That's it. that's
2: on there too. Yeah. No, I I would then Nettie, <laughs> yeah. <Ed and> Nettie <laughs> Scooby Doo, like Cartoon Network was like was my favorite. And I think I'd that rather have sense. that than Disney. just because, like I don't know. Marvel's still on Netflix for another two years, so I don't know. Is it really? It. Yeah. They signed their contract for too long. That's through through twenty twenty. So it's not something you need to jump to immediately, but like if you're trying to watch like the winter soldier or something like that from yeah. Captain America. You have to go there for it, but yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't think it's worth it to me, which yeah. is uh not going to be a fun subject.
0: Oh yeah. to yeah. talk about You've later. already got dissenters in the home. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to like that answer, but <laughs> No, it it is honestly a lot of a lot of content for 8 bucks. Um but even though we're getting all that content Seven uh, what? 7 bucks. 7 bucks, sorry. What did I say? 8 8, eight. oops. It'll be eight next year. I'll bet money on it. Um, so it kind of brings up my uh, my first question for you guys. So are we getting to the point where you guys are experience subscription fatigue? Like everything is subscription nowadays. Everything's just like nickel and dime use. Five bucks for this, seven bucks for this. You've gotten multiple streaming services that are like seven or eight bucks a piece. So is this just one too many streaming things? Is this one too many monthly expenses?
2: Evan, start this out. I don't think so.
1: Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you know you're you're gonna start to see even more. I mean, it's not like it's gonna stop. I don't think it's quite to that point where it's too much yet. Um, especially in something like this where it's kind of a package deal. The more you know, if you pay a little bit more, um, you get like three other services in one. Right. I think you'll start to see more bundle packages like this in the future, where instead of paying for this, that, you know, whatever, it'll all be kind of in one. Yeah. Um I think we're
2: at the cusp of being too much, but not there yet.
0: Yeah, and uh, this kind of sorry, go ahead, Zach. Oh, uh, I
2: mean, my other opinion was, I don't think we're, like, I don't think it's subscription, fati- f- subscription fatigue at all. We're struggling, today. and I, <laughs> I honestly, I don't think we're getting close, really, because even so, let's take you take the twelve ninety nine route and get the the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And so you have Hulu. I mean, uh, Netflix also, which is I think made its way up to twelve dollars a month. Also, uh, so that's twenty four dollars a month. And then you have you now have Disney Plus. You have Hulu. You have ESPN Plus, and you have Netflix. Right. Uh, you are only at twenty four dollars a month. If you were to look at like getting a cable provider, then like and you have live TV all the time, you are yeah. still paying over a hundred dollars more than that. Well, think about to this. get all the stuff you can get. So like, I think when you still put it back to there, like you're cutting cable. You're still like, you're paying a lot less still and Mm -hmm. you're getting to pick your options. You like, you're not forced to watch what's playing that time. Like you still have all your options where you can switch back and forth. They're adding new stuff all the time. Uh, and then honestly, when you stream, you get more 4k stuff than you do when you go to like direct TV or dish or things like like that. Well, think about this. Like
1: a lot of the people that do take like take advantage of these streaming services, um, they don't necessarily need TV. Like they take over these. Like you're looking at stars, FNX, um, you're looking at Hulu, Netflix, Brazzers. Um, what Brazzers? <laughs> <Just literally, laughs> I, mean, I got one question. Yo, Anna, I got one question, Yahna. Yo, you know 40 clips coming in. <laughs> I had to throw that in. No, but I'm serious. Like you have all these different streaming services that are taking over um, like just cable and you know, like direct TV and stuff yeah. like that. That's when you start that's when you start to <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, one of those costs more than the others but yeah. keep going. <laughs> but that's when you start to see like I can see what you're talking about and why you ask that question is because the people that don't have these kind of big things is like they're having to pay for those individually and they're not yeah. cheap. They're monthly,
2: you know. But it's still cheaper than if you go out and get the packages that require all this. Right, right. But that's so just that's where I'm thinking yeah. like Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like some people are getting fatigued. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like like, I feel like some people probably are getting the fatigue, but you shouldn't be, is what I guess what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like, I pay for four things, like, I pay for four things, this is getting ridiculous, now there's this fifth option that I have, or, I mean, there's over five now, of course, but mm-hmm. it's like one of those things, like, okay, put that all okay, combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, put that all combined, and then, like, now go try to get a direct TV package that includes HBO and all that. Yeah. And you're paying, like, $200 a month, so. Yeah. That's true. true. Like,
0: like the 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 group I hear most complaints about this from, which I, I kind of do have some complaints about how many like monthly things there are now, but um, most of it comes from people that do have cable TV packages that already have DirecTV and Dish TV, and they just they have because that's what they've always had growing up, and that's mm-hmm. like what they got kind of accustomed to, and so they haven't made the full switch over to streaming packages because of. You know, it's just not what they trust. It's not what they're used to. Um, internet connection is a big one uh, because people that don't have correct internet speeds to support these sorts of streaming services, like, that's you're already out of the conversation at that point. So I hear a lot of the those complaints from, from that group. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My thing is, like, even that, that is a really good point. It's like for the content that we watch, I'm totally okay if all these things provide their own streaming services. What I'm not okay with is whenever. First one that comes to mind is like NBC because The Office is being taken off of uh, off of Netflix in the next two years or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, like how dare they? Yeah, it's going to its own NBC streaming service and it's going to have things like Parks and Rec and the the new you know TV shows that that are popular now, the old TV shows. But it makes me think like it's going to really upset me if one show that I want to watch is on one streaming service. And then another yeah. sh- one show that I want to watch is on another streaming that's service. Suck. And suddenly I'm paying twenty bucks to watch three different shows, but like you're it, doing it, like right now though, kind of.
2: There's yeah, some shows on Netflix
0: that are on Hulu, yeah. and those combined are twenty bucks. Yeah, but but that's the thing is like the, like these platforms have they've been there from the get go, and so they have all these different streaming options. So chances are you're watching like more than three things on on Hulu and more than three things on Netflix pretty consistently. Exactly. Whereas NBC is, is, is going to be like, I want this just for The Office, and that's it.
2: Yeah, and I mean,
1: corporate greed. So. Yeah, that's true. It's like hot jokes on you guys. My sugar daddy's paying for all that. <laughs> yeah, mine yeah. too. What's his name? His name is Zach. His and name I- is Zach, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I... Uh,
2: I think that's one thing we're seeing with Disney+. Plus. They yeah. stripped Marvel from Netflix and said, hey, you want to watch Marvel? Come that's to true. my service. Right.
0: right, exactly. Instead of licensing their own stuff out, all these companies are going to be like, hey, let's just make our own thing. So you're going to have like... Um like it's now called Paramount Network. It used to be called yeah. like, Spike TV or something. Yeah. with, but, like,
1: like Jackass and stuff
2: like that.
0: Right. Bar Rescue is like one of my favorite shows ever. And oh so, God. And so I guarantee you, they might already have it. I don't even know. It's
2: on Paramount TV. Yeah. I know. It, but
0: but they're gonna have um they're gonna have their own service and you're not gonna be able to access it across anything. Which again they might already have. I don't I don't know.
1: Oh hell no.
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> nice. I think
0: Paramount TV is still free. Um, it is. It
2: is. Yeah. yeah. It is. So we could ask the peanut gallery. So. <laughs>
0: Hey. <laughs> um, but so uh besides just like streaming things uh i asked this question about uh subscription fatigue like this doesn't necessarily just involve tech but you think about things like um you think about apple's march event when they announced uh news plus when they announced apple arcade mm-hmm. you have all these different streaming options um and like even more than just what we watch like all the total things that are coming out monthly from your bank account like i don't know i think it's starting to be a little bit too much for that sort of stuff i can definitely some things just don't need a freaking monthly subscription i'm sorry it's like
1: even looking just like at apple i mean you can get all of the the same services like the monthly options like disney plus and then like you said tack on there's apple care there's news plus there's uh, Apple Music there's right. Spotify there's, there's Hulu just, there's Netflix exactly. it just like it keeps mounting and I definitely can see that it's that's why I yeah. think that we're getting there yeah. to where it's a little too much but I don't know we'll see
0: because it's, it's easy to just nickel and dime people and just be like oh another four bucks a month that's not a big deal but then you think about it over the course of a of a year and it's like what 48 bucks no, what is it yeah 12 times four 48 bucks yep it's like you're, you're it's like over the course of a year you're spending a lot of quick maths I don't know four. what we're
2: talking about. Why are we taking twelve times four?
0: Because like like monthly services that are like four bucks a month. Oh, and then you, and you extrapolate that over the gotcha. course of a year, gotcha. and it's like suddenly like you're spending a lot of money on these little things that add up whenever you do like twelve of them at a time. Yeah, that's um, true. But uh, part of that too is like, yeah, it's it's a little bit much, and it's just like the way the the markets are shifting and how people want to buy stuff. But at the same time, I'm kind of okay with it because it's re- it's a replacement to traditional advertising methods because it used to be like, if you think about newspapers, you put a bunch of money into advertisements to get so many hits per, um, per newspaper sale. And instead of, instead of seeing all these ads on your TV programs nowadays, you're starting to pay for that content up front and then enjoy it without ads. So I'm kind of okay with it in a small sense. I get that. Um, yeah. That's why like, I, I hate ads so much on Hulu um i haven't quite made the jump yet but that's why i'm really considering moving to ad free hulu i think another another question we could bring
2: up too is with these streaming services taking over more and more and i mean it's it's a fact now there's people are cutting cable. <laughs> uh it's not not everybody's running out and getting direct tv and stuff anymore yeah so my question would be like i wonder what will happen like what will direct tv what will dish what will spectrum like what would they try to do to counteract all this streaming stuff too? Jack up your internet prices. I, d- I about to say I don't
1: <laughs> think that they have. It's fair. I don't think they can do anything. I think it's one of those things that's just gonna well, like, die.
2: What if they were able to like Directv already has Directv now you can jump in and pay monthly for live TV and you get on demand. Yeah. Um. But like, do they try to go out well, and try to add like NBCs or something like that?
0: So so I think there's I think there's two parts of that. Um. One is Directv is owned by AT and T who owns HBO. A- AT&T mm-hmm. owns a lot of media properties now. Nice, crack number three. <laughs> uh, through that acquisition. So um, I-, I think, at least from a consumer standpoint, I don't like the idea of buying a Verizon streaming box. I don't like the idea <laughs> of buying an AT&T um, branded streaming service just because, I don't know, it feels odd for some reason. But since they're own, they own these other separate companies that you're more familiar with, like HBO... Um, even though they're still getting the money from it, there's no consumer mindset connection to those. It doesn't seem probably. as like like it doesn't seem as harsh. It doesn't. Harsh. It doesn't feel like you're you're like giving money to like the imperial. The man. Like, you know what I mean? It it doesn't feel quite the same. So yeah. um, that and uh, 5G is going to be a huge thing, and they're going to jack up their phone prices too with that, uh, or their their plan prices. So I I these legacy. Legacy carriers and legacy telecom companies, I don't think are going to have a giant struggle with it because uh, I think they've already been through that period and they're slowly phasing out their own brand name for stuff like that and they're putting it into these purchased properties. Just a small little. That's mine. My, that's my Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't. Know. Um, what, Evan, are you buying Disney Plus? Is that is that no. on your radar? No.
1: Um, I don't. I don't see myself. I already have Hulu. Um, I get the. The student deal. It's like it's stupid cheap. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't like watch. I, I. I don't know. I kind of like split Hulu and Netflix. I have a couple on each that I like to watch, but I just like I watch maybe a Disney movie or a Marvel movie, maybe two three times a year. Right. Like it's not enough for me to shell out six ninety nine or whatever when I'm already paying yeah. four ninety nine. I can watch most of the movies there anyway. Yes, maybe down the line, but I just I don't know. I don't think it's worth it for me.
0: Yeah. And the reason I was able to look at Disney Plus today was because my roommate who has Verizon had a free trial on it. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you get like a yeah. full
1: year of Disney Plus. I think Plus. it's like three oh,
0: months. It? Oh, I thought it was Damn, a full year. Okay. What, well, you well, yeah, really why, don't you, why don't you get it, it then? Yeah. What
2: the heck? I mean, I... I what the I, heck, Stepbro? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing I might step, bro? get it. What bro? are you doing? I might get it, but when it comes to paying for it, I'm no way. The, the only way that I'm gonna pay for it is if I do the one with the ESPN Plus, and I still look at myself of just going and buying ESPN Plus. Yeah. All right. I
1: don't know. I think it's worth it to try out, and then just you try might it? cancel well, a couple free, of those. I'll
2: try it, and I'll come back to you guys next week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Again, laughs> sounds really when, salty.
1: Yeah, he sounds really upset. Well, you, yeah, you guys are yelling insane. at me like to when try. You it. Yeah, dude, just
0: try it, man. <laughs> yeah, right. God. So, here's the story. Um, RCS is finally, maybe, possibly, probably replacing SMS in the same way that Google is maybe, possibly, probably, definitely, maybe making a Pixel watch. Um, So, all four, uh, this is an article from TheVerge.com. All four major U.S. carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint, for the time being, have each issued the same joint press release announcing the formation of a, quote-unquote, joint venture called the cross-carrier messaging initiative or CCMI for short is designed to ensure that the carriers move forward together to replace SMS uh, which is the uh, kind of the legacy texting um, code that we've been used to with a next-generation messaging standard including a promise to launch a new texting app for Android phones that supports it by next year so it'll support all the usual RCS features which I don't know if I've said this. Um, RCS stands for Rich Communication Services. I don't know if I said that yet. We did not. Um, <laughs> probably a good thing to add in there. Um, so it will support all the usual RCS features like typing indicators, high-resolution attachments, and a better group chat. Apple, noticeably, or notably, has not made a single comment on RCS, leading us to believe that Apple won't support the new standard. In other words, RCS doesn't matter if you're communicating across platform, so Android to iPhone. So all of that stuff basically means um, all the things that Apple has had on iMessage since day one, Android might finally enjoy, which would be super cool and super dope. It's about time. It's about time. That's and
2: cool. I think this is going to – I'm just going to jump right into the first segment. Just jump into it. Um, I believe it's a little too late. Too little too late? Um, it's just – it's one of those things where – it's Android's finally gonna get their their iMessage, basically, right? Uh, is the way it seems. Because if Apple isn't gonna cross platform with it, then honestly, what the hell's the point? in My opinion. Yeah. Because uh, can like you do that with <clears throat> Samsung to Samsung? So, what? so that's Sorta? the
0: thing. Is like RCS has been this huge fight that Google has been trying to push forward and initiate, but like it has to be supported on a phone by phone basis and on a carrier by carrier basis. So, like I remember reading a story last year. And this is whenever the S9 was brand new, and it was like T-Mobile S7 customers can now do RCS communication between other T-Mobile S7s. It's it's specific to device and specific to carrier. So who who freaking cares? Like only a very limited number of people can use yeah, it. What? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So all this news means is like there's going to be an app that's like default on Android phones now that has RCS built into it across carriers. That's what this means.
1: Yeah. Right, so like, what you were saying, it's like, it's what's the point? Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's one of those
2: things where I you, I think we're still waiting on the the big carriers, like 18 Verizon, and then now the T-Mobile and Sprint merger, where day by day, it seems more and more like it's going to
0: go through. Yep, yep. Um, I think it finally got approved a couple days ago, but anyways.
2: Yeah, we're just, they're in the appeal process, where if anybody can appeal it, then mm. they can say no. Um gotcha. But I, we're at the point where, like, we still have three. Not it'd be th- it technically is still kind of four, but it's three because yeah. they're not getting rid of Sprint. So Sprint will still be like a half majority on. It's a weird merger, um, but it, you still have these major companies that all have major to companies, to, yeah, <laughs> all have to <laughs> approve it. Then they have to put it across all Android devices. Like it still seems a little bit further stretch. And then the biggest pet peeve right now isn't the fact that like uh, you're the only one here that uh, with an Android phone now Christian. If Ooh. you send like a big video file to another Android, it doesn't really mess it up that much. But if I were to send you a
0: big video file, it's going to be blurry, it's going to look I mean, so bad. To be fair, it's still to not be fair. it's still not excellent. It's still like potato yeah. quality. But well, like
1: it's better than
2: like iPhone to Android, right?
0: I don't think so cuz it's still really? using SMS. Yeah yeah it's still it's still not well good.
2: that that issue is the fact that an iphone uses different than like uh jpegs and like uh all those like standard ones yeah like they have their own version of it so yeah. it, it sends across weird to an sms platform it's not
0: excellent either way you put it yeah, yeah.
2: and i mean you'll get the excellent videos back and forth to android which will be nice but Kind of like I said, it's you still have a bunch of weird hiccups and hurdles you have to run through between every Android phone running it, every single carrier adopting it, and. And it's, that's, it, it, you've made that switch already. You've made that choice already. Right. You've either made you want iPhones to have this and not have this, like inability to send something or some or. You like the blue bubbles, which we kind of hit on a previous episode. Right. Like, I feel
0: like you've already made your choice. So, yes, I do believe it's a little too late. Yeah. So, two points there. Um, one, now that you mention it, I don't remember hearing or reading anything about uh, the actual manufacturers supporting it, um, which in this case actually is not a massive deal because uh, if you've ever purchased a phone from – an Android phone from any of the four major U.S. carriers – Um, they all come preloaded with some form of apps. So they could, they literally have the power to through their deals with those manufacturers like LG, like Samsung, primarily Samsung, uh, to implement their own messaging app. Like if you open up, a um, a Samsung phone from Verizon, it defaults to the Verizon messenger. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that can actually actually be pretty doable, but it's kind of weird that they didn't even mention any of the, uh. Any of the actual people that make the phones or the software for the phones on that article. Um, I feel like it won't be relevant until or at least like
1: really talked about until every single phone can do it.
2: I mean, yeah. it's pretty heavily talked about now. Well, it's just relevant more than we just about. we still have such a smokescreen up in front of us of we have we have the big company saying, Yeah, we're finally gonna move to this but yeah. they're still just so many hiccups in it and so many questions in it. It was a weird out of
0: nowhere thing. Like just, it was cause yeah. I, I, I remember hearing about the story for like years and years about Google. You always see the headline. It's like Google is finally pushing RCS. Google is finally making these carriers do this. And it of course never happened. That's why they made Google allos cause they're trying to get people to switch over to Google allo, which uses mobile data instead of SMS uh, coding. And so you could send those bigger files. Um, Another thing, too, that you kind of mentioned a second ago, Zach, was who cares uh, because if you have an iPhone or if you have an Android phone, it, you can't send across, which is a fair point, and that's going to be a big issue. But mm-hmm. if you think about families, families mostly have the same type of phone. Families mostly either have iPhone or they have Android devices. It's true. So between families and between like significant others especially, you, it seems, at least in where we work and people we interact with, it seems like they mostly have the same kind of phone. Like they're mostly Android people, mostly iPhone people. So for that for that section of people, this is actually really good news. Yeah. Because that's the person they probably talk to the most is their significant other.
2: One thing too is, uh, and you alluded to this already, Google is the big pusher for the RCS feeds and all this stuff. Yep. When do they finally get fed up enough where they just say screw it. It's in Google Fi. Come get Google Fi. Uh like do you think that's a real possibility that they might do? No. Cuz like no just because Google Fi has
0: absolutely zero pull. Like it's a I good don't know s- if
2: I'd say zero pull. I mean I see people come in all the time and they're asking for Google Fi SIM cards or they're already on it. Like yeah. I actually see Google Fi a decent amount. I think it's just the fact that like it's like it, i think that's kind of what you're getting at it's yeah. not like it's not you can't walk up to a random person and be like oh hey have you heard of google fi it's the same as like google if Word. you could do at&t <laughs> sprint like verizon things yeah. like that um but i think that like, it doesn't have the clout <laughs> yeah it doesn't have the clout in it uh but i think it could be one of those things where, like if google were to start like start pushing heavily on their own saying like in commercials for that's the biggest thing like we Mm -hmm. see att commercials we see sprint commercials we see verizon commercials if google comes out and then like this rcs actually like catches bigger than it is right now like could that be a selling point
0: to get people to go to google fi too though yeah i don't know i i don't know there's a lot of weird carriers that don't charge you a lot, but still have actually pretty cool features and cool services. And Google Fi is like, it's it's accessible enough, but it's it's not marketed nearly enough. Kind of like you said. So I don't know. It. I guess back to the original point. Are you saying that Google Fi should offer their own messaging service? That not is their own, iMessage? but like they should just say. I like, in my opinion, I think they should just say.
2: Screw it! Quit, quit major on the like waiting on these major carriers, and they alone adopt the RCS feeds. Um, but well, I guess gets, they don't use their own towers. Yeah, so that's, that's a yeah. Big it, issue. it would
0: have the same. Well, RCS isn't necessarily dependent upon um, upon towers. It's dependent upon like support. Yeah, and Cause, like because you like, could theoretically do RCS from a verizon s9 to a ATT s10 it's just they both have to support it because rcs it itself is a universal code so it's not dependent upon what carrier you have hey to your network.
2: pixels aren't selling well throw out throw rcl <laughs> rcs feeds in them boom uh sell so your pixels higher because like google is the main person behind this so like they're they, trying to be at least exactly yeah. yeah so like if they were to like I think that's what we're waiting on. Cause like all these big companies are, they, they shouldn't be kicking their feet in the sand. Yeah. Uh, they just need somebody to go through and be like, Hey,
0: like we have a platform. Like Google has a huge platform. Well, that's the thing is that's exactly it is they did try to do this for years and years. And maybe this like announcement is the fruition of it. I don't know what the behind the scenes were, but like there have been pushes for years and years where Google was trying to make it to where, Hey, if you want to use this operating system on your network, you have to support the standard. And, that clearly did not work because I remember reading stories about this back in like 2016 yeah, or like around the time Aloe came out, which I think was actually 2016. And it went nowhere. And, and now like a month ago, it's like, Hey, this is the thing again. Yeah. And it, yeah. They killed it for, for after not much time. Did you say it's a thing again? Aloe's is a thing. What? No, I meant RCS. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant Allo. I was like, what? It's back from the dead. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that's still six feet under. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Down to wrap it up.
1: Thanks, everyone, for listening to episode 12 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, the show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast and give us a follow on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. My name is Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Peace.